0: Welcome to the MTB Tribe Podcast. your trail map for the world of mountain
1: biking. And now I'll introducing your host, Gareth Beckett. Welcome to the MBT Tribe Podcast, episode number seven. Wow, episode number seven, and it's a great episode, and I can't wait for you to listen to it. The MTB Tribe Podcast. Is the show that takes you inside the sport of mountain biking, picking the brains of industry leaders, finding out what makes them tick. We will bring you information on everything from gear to diet to trails and everything in between, and also why I ride. Yes, I want to talk to you, the everyday rider, and break down the reasons why you ride, so please get in touch and get involved. You can visit us at mtb-tribe.com, or you can download the shows via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or whatever other platform you may use. So on today's show, we have a very, very exciting lady. She is the founder of probably one of the best female-related mountain bike websites out there. She does it all on her own with the help of her boyfriend, Adam, and I was very, very excited to get her on the show. Grace was kind enough to take time out of her busy schedule to have a chat with me regarding her website, her passion for mountain biking, and ladies within the mountain biking community. And we talk about the biggest challenges behind the website we talk about tips on ladies getting involved in mountain biking and we also talk about the gear grace wears and other things she's got up to in her past so it is an absolute pleasure to discover why grace felt the need to start the website crankybetty.co.uk. so please welcome grace to the show Hello, Grace. Welcome to the MTB Tribe podcast. It is an absolute pleasure to have you on this evening. How are you doing today?
0: Hello. Uh, hi. Uh, I'm pretty good. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm doing very well. Thank you. It's been uh, it's been a great day, to be honest. And you were biking this morning.
0: Yes, I went biking to Stainburn, uh which is our local trail center um, more of a, like a trail, um, like a demo, because it's about like. Two three kilometer uh, loops of sorts, so it's not really like a full on uh, full on loop, um, like few miles or something like this. But it's really lovely. It's really lovely, and it tests your abilities. And uh, definitely, there's a lot of rocks. So uh, hopefully, my shins are in. <laughs> oh, my shins are still in good shape today. So that's <laughs> that, that's a win every day.
1: Um, uh, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, now, before we go any further, help me pronounce your surname, please.
0: Uh, yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a very difficult one. It's Żartyska. Um I, ah. I come, come originally from Poland, so um, please forgive me for any mispronunciations or uh, <laughs> bad English grammar uh, because that's uh, that's not my native language. Uh, yeah, so well, I think I can be forgiven uh, every now and then. Uh, Or if there is a question that I don't want to answer, I'm just going to pretend that I didn't understand. That's
1: (laughs) fine. Uh, Well, don't worry, there's plenty of bad uh, English grammar with me hosting this show, I can tell you. That's all right. I I wouldn't be too worried. Um, Now, I want to talk to you really about crankybetty.co.uk, your website, Oh uh, yeah. Um, I, I really want to know a lot about that because I think the listeners would be really interested in knowing and want a wee bit more about that site because it is a very, very good website. But first of all, I want to talk a wee bit just about you personally. Um just a lead up really to yes. you know, why the website happened and uh, all that thing. So I just want to know a wee bit more about you kind of personally and how you get into mountain biking and what you know encouraged you to start the website.
0: Yeah, that's that's actually a, a quite interesting story. Um, I started biking, probably as uh, many other uh, many other women do. Um, apologies for the generalization, but um, <laughs> uh, I got into mountain biking through my partner. Uh, his name is Adam, uh, and he's quite a good mountain biker, I would say. Um, and um, he was always going off at the weekends, and you know, going mountain biking with his friend. And I was just curious, you know, what does that mean? And, you know, I watched a few videos and it just looked daunting and people jumping big jumps and like going down like steep Mm -hmm. hills. And um, but he took me out for, for, you know, on the bike and he borrowed me one of his uh, old hardtails for a day, which obviously was a bit too big. Uh, to a little bit and that's not that's an understatement <laughs> and um, we went for, uh, I think it was a ride um, in Sherwood Pines which is actually a red trail um, oh, I, I personally wouldn't call it a red trail anymore um, after riding somewhere else around the country yeah. um, but um, I loved it, it was, it was amazing, I cried a few times uh, but it was quite difficult and it was exhilarating at the same time. It was something that I definitely wanted to do um, more uh, and try mm. a bit more. And um, it was a rocky road at the beginning to start with. But um, but I think the more you do it, the more you like it. Um, yeah.
1: And had you any had you any bike experience at that time at all, or just kind of your normal, you know, everyday kind of biking to the shops or whatever? Had you ever been off road on a bike before?
0: Um, I mean, I did a bit, but that was when I was, I think, like nine, and then you know, right. I became a teenager, and then I started to listen, I started to listen to like moody music and just not be um, active. Um, and then I went to university, and I didn't do any active things as well. And actually, I was a, smoke, a smoker um, for for a while, uh, so like exercise wasn't on top of my list. Uh, yeah. I would say it was more of at the bottom. Uh, but uh, biking actually helped me to stop smoking, and mm-hmm. I was able to, you know, to to do those kind of things.
1: Did you think mountain biking was a good encouragement to help you stop smoking?
0: Yeah, Did you think I mean, it helped
1: the process?
0: Um, I think first of all, it was kind of um, like a point where you decided when you see it' it's like, oh yeah, I, I can't you know I can't do exercise, I can't you know ride up that tiny hill or I can't even go straight on the bike. So that was quite useful um to to see that you know i'm unable to do those things that other people are able to do with eve um and also it was kind of like an antidote like sometimes people uh when they stop smoking they start eating a lot for me it was more kind of like i started exercising a lot which uh, i think it's a a better exchange (laughs) so that that worked pretty well
1: yeah no very good and um at this minute in time, now, how long have you been mountain biking for now?
0: I think, actually, uh, three days ago was the first time I went to Sherwood Pines. So, that's two years now. So, it's right. not a long time, but it is enough for me to know that this is something I want to do.
1: Yeah, well, wow, two years and you've got Cranky Bay going and everything else so you've you've really taken it on board you've you've really got into it it's it's it's, uh you've got the bug anyway that's for sure
0: (laughs) yes i definitely did it's uh we also moved outside the city so we can be just on a hill from our own doorstep so i think it definitely shows that the love for for mountain biking is is here
1: yeah brilliant brilliant so how often would you be on the mountain bike per week now? Would you try and go out every week?
0: Uh, yes, I mean, um, at least once a weekend. So if if there is, I mean, every now and then there will be a family duty that we will have to do. And uh, we don't have any kids or, or dogs or um, yeah. any dependents. So it's quite easy to just go and say, oh, today we're going biking. And uh, every now and then we just go up Ilkley Moor, which is um, outside our house. Um, So we can go after work uh, as it's still light. So it can get up to three, four times a week now. But unfortunately, the days are getting shorter. And so I think this is going to stop (laughs) soon. Uh, And I think it's going to be more of a uh, once a weekend thing.
1: Yeah, well, that's the same for the majority of people. That would be, you know, something similar to myself. Yeah. You could only really get out of the weekend, so it's brilliant that you're close to somewhere you can go to anyway. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, this is more of a like in the bridal ways, and there is um, we have the there is like few hidden trails in the top of our of the ilkwood Moor, which uh, if you if you feel like you want to have a look at it, there is a lovely cow and calf So there's like cliffs with uh made of rocks and that people go and walk on um but it's basically just lots of fun uh the climbs are horrendous so you have to be prepared for that (laughs) definitely (laughs) worth it definitely worth
1: it and just before you met adam and started mountain biking how long was adam mountain biking for do you know I think it
0: was kind of a thing that he did like in his teenage years and then stopped while he was in uni and then he picked it up straight after uni. So Mm. I'm not sure. It probably was a while. Um, But yeah, I think like proper mountain biking that started probably just after university. So it will be six years or something or something
1: like that. Wow. Okay. Okay. And when years go out together. Can you stay with him, or does he batter on and leave you to defend yourself? From <laughs> what way do you just get on there?
0: Um, I, was, um, I mean, at the beginning, especially, that that's probably was a, was a great time to to, to see the differences. And I was one of, I'm very lucky um, because I was mm-hmm. very thoughtful and. He knows that we're if we're going out together to do something, he, you know, he he tends to stay with me and he tends to because we're going out together, not just two people that seem to meet every now and then uh, on the trail. Uh, so he tends to wait for me, um, especially on the ups. But now I think tables have turned on the ups. I tend to when we're going up the hill, uh, I not mm-hmm. I tend to wait for him every now and then. So. <laughs> it, 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 I'm quite proud that you know, even with the smoking, I managed to you know to, to get my fitness up to a level that wow. Adam's Adam's not slow, so it's not it's not a major difference. Uh, but every now and then, I um, I tend to keep the pace. Um, but when it comes to going down, mm. Adam's still much faster than me because obviously he had so much more um, time to practice, uh, and um, we just start off together usually, and then. Either he will wait for me somewhere at the bottom of the trail, or he will give me some space at the, and let me go first. So there is there is never you know there is never a problem when it comes to that, and I'm really lucky uh, from the stories I've heard every now and then. So it's that that's a really if if any of you are thinking of getting a second your other half into mountain biking, that's the way to go because it's really helpful and really supportive.
1: Yeah, oh, that's good. Well, Adam will be glad to hear that anyway.
0: <laughs> Hopefully,
1: yes. Right, yeah. So I know just reading through your website and uh, reading issues and stuff there, uh, there, you've had quite a lot of travel issues in there. Have you travelled abroad yourself um, for a mountain biking trip?
0: Uh, yes, actually this year for the first time uh, we, we have decided to go to Alps together uh, which was wow. an exciting thing to do. We have... I went to Morzine and Leger, so, um, you know, the main um, mountain biking destination, I would say, in the French Alps, uh, which was an exciting thing to do. Uh, We have travelled down in our tiny Kia Rio, which is super tiny. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So you drove, you drove down. Uh, yes from 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 north of England we have drove down to wow. uh, to French Alps. Uh, and I have to I have a bit of a um, confession to make. I, I cannot drive, so <laughs> Adam did it all on his own, <laughs> which I'm very thankful for um, and um, and we don't have a bike rack, so the bikes were in a car, all the clothes no. were in a car. so oh, wow. Um, and also, all our baggage was in a car, and as well, we had to make sure that we bring everything with us that it's yeah. kind of needed, but not necessarily. So we had a giant stock of peanut butter as well somewhere in there. So I am I am very proud of our packing abilities, if that makes sense.
1: But That's amazing. Well, I was just going to say it's not the easiest kind of trip to pack for either because of weather, of sweating every day, of extra tyres and tubes and tools and whatever else you may need. So, And you've done that all in a car and a key. Wow, that's very good, very well done.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yes, it was an amazing trip and we were very lucky that we actually managed to get basically uh, two weeks' worth of sunshine. So we didn't have too much problem with wet weather, which we also packed for, don't worry. Uh, But um, uh, we didn't have too many technical issues as well. So the tools were there. Fortunately, didn't have to be used too much. And it's just beautiful. Alps are probably one of my favorite places so far that I've gone. And it was just peaceful and at the same time, interesting and exciting there was so much to do if you wanted to do Mm -hmm. an enduro ride and cross country ride or go down the hill only all day uh, you can definitely do that so if you've never been to the alps and uh, if you feel like you have moderate mountain biking abilities i would recommend that wholeheartedly
1: (laughs) and and did you just book into a guided tour or anything like that or did you just just go and, and ride it yourselves
0: um we've done it uh we basically booked an airbnb um and we've done it all ourselves uh adams has been before so i had kind of a guide um at that time but we tried to keep mostly to the bike parks itself um because we didn't really know anything outside of there but this is something that i think we're thinking of doing next year which is going for a uh, for um for a guided ride maybe your oh, Les du alps or something like this so that will be mm-hmm. something definitely on our list to do because many of our friends have been this year and they've been fully recommending it and and I, it sounds amazing so i definitely am looking forward to doing something like this next year.
1: yeah and did you meet many mountain bikers over there did you get any good contacts
0: um, actually there was crankworks going on at the same time, which was very exciting. Oh my word. <laughs> yes. We, pl- we actually planned it together with it. So, uh, so we right. go and see all the riders doing all the crazy things that they do. And if you might know, I have interviewed Brett Tippy before. Um, so, uh, the guy from Pink Bike that talks very loudly yeah. and very happily, um, and I managed to have a chat with him actually face-to-face this time. So that was very exciting for me. And I actually got a kiss from him, so, which is very nice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. And, and what did you think of the ability level of them guys? Did it just blow your mind? Did it encourage you to bike harder? Or did it just keep your passions lit? Um, because I'm sure seeing something like that in reality just is, is mind-boggling, really.
0: Oh, yes, it was just, it was amazing to see the riders, just incredible work, the, the, the way they've been just working on, you know, on the bike and the movements, and it's just, you know, it, it looks like gymnastics, but with a bike instead, yeah. uh, which is uh, which is incredible. And, you know, they seem like they don't put any effort in as well, which is looks effortless. And they seem very also, like, uh, laid back and, uh, approachable, yeah. which is which is unusual for any other sports. You wouldn't really mm. be able to walk up to to, uh, to any footballers as easily as you are to uh, to your favourite mountain bikers, or you know, speak with a uh, man carpenter, or have a have a chat with Jill Kitner. Whereas a works you definitely can.
1: And and your trip to the Alps, did you just do it on a relatively good budget? I'm just thinking for people wanting to do something similar themselves um is it something that's doable all right in the budget wise
0: if you're not renting bikes so if you're just taking your own bikes uh, if you're i don't know going to an airbnb and you're I don't know, driving through a non-toll way which is a bit longer mm. but but mile wise is the same so you would really lose too much petrol and if you have you know a very good engine i think you can you can easily wrap wrap it up for about 700 pounds altogether for two people i mean this is like low low budget talk talk Mm -hmm. here like you know it will be a bit of a squeeze um but you probably could do that but obviously if you you should probably aim for a bit more so you can actually enjoy it better um but definitely it's possible um There's also some cheap, if you buy flights, you can also book cheap flights beforehand and you can go just for a long weekend because Geneva Airport is not that far away.
1: And... Did you find when you were out there a ticket you were biking every day? Uh, your ability level just got so much better because you were consecutively biking every day?
0: Yeah, definitely. I remember the first day was probably the scariest thing I've ever encountered. It's just so much different to British trails. It's dusty, rocky steep and burmy and the berms some of the berms are a bit awkward and it's not really something that i'm used to so it, it was a bit of a you know my brakes were on at all times probably glazed over some you know a new brake pads straight away uh, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um but i think on the you know the second the third day everything started to get easier and then by the end of the week we actually started you know going on my favourite trail, which is Freeride Dude Canyon, which is one of the black tech trails in Végez Bike Park. So that definitely shows, you know, your abilities improve over time. They might be not very well translatable to um, British or Irish trail centres because, you know, the way the trails are built are much different. So the first week I came back, I I had some awful crashes back home because i wasn't wasn't prepared for it um but um but it definitely helps you out with your flow and your ability of dealing with steep uh steep things so i was able to you know to do things that i wouldn't have done otherwise
1: yeah that that's fantastic um i've never actually done it but i think it would be amazing
0: yes it definitely so, would be you definitely yeah. should do that uh yeah. it's not as difficult as it seems but it's lots of fun and if you go in the right time uh it will be incredible yeah
1: yeah okay let's talk uh, about cranky um if anybody hasn't visited that site please do so it is, is very very good there's lots of content on there and it will you. definitely <laughs> it will definitely up your evenings as i have found out starting to read stuff and then before you know it, oops there's two hours gone so um uh, <laughs> now it's uh it's a great site and it's aimed mainly at female riders would that be right in saying that uh yeah definitely
0: uh there is um, I try to cater mostly for female riders. I, you know, I don't really want to exclude men from, from reading mm. the things as well, but I'm trying to touch mostly on female problems because um, what I found um, at first when I started mountain biking, there was not much out there uh, available, if that makes sense. Yeah.
1: There's, yeah, a lovely,
0: um, there's a lovely blog written by Jessica Strange, who works for Total Women's Cycling, uh, Velo me, which was probably one of the few things that kind of started me off. And then one of my friends used to write a blog. It's all um, the gear but no idea. Um, and mm-hmm. I was like thinking that there's not enough information for like beginner riders. And I felt like, you know, my story because I just started. So I was very, very interested in, you know, sharing my story and saying, it's like, oh, you know, I don't know how to bike. I don't know. What bike shall I get? Or I didn't understand things that um, mountain bikers normally would. Uh, so yeah. I felt like it would be a great idea to just you know put it on paper and share it maybe with people around the world or around the web and see if you know if that might help someone or interest someone and see if that will help them through their own journey.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think it definitely is a it's a great point of call for female riders for sure um and and one of the reasons i really wanted to talk to you was about um obviously cranky bay but also about the struggles maybe some some females have about getting started in mountain biking because it is so heavily male dominated and i think some you know a site like your own can really can really help that and can really get more people involved um so I, i think that's brilliant is Cranky of your full-time job? Is that what you do? Can you make a living from that? I wish I could. <laughs>
0: yeah. um, yes. Um, I mean, it's not It's not a full-time job. Uh, it's more mm-hmm. of a, a full-time hobby um, that I do outside of work and every lunchtime probably um, that I can find. Um, and every weekend uh, weekend hour that I'm not spending riding uh, goes into the website. I am a full-time web developer, uh, which probably helps how the website looks.
1: (laughs) certainly does, certainly Um, does.
0: But yes, uh, you know, I I wish it would um, be something that could upkeep my full-time biking uh, life. uh, But unfortunately, at the moment, it's just, you know, more of a hobby.
1: Yeah, because it's um, certainly when you're on the site, it feels as if it's a full-time project you know it feels as if you know because the site is just packed full of awesome content you know including articles reviews you know ride guides interviews there's loads of stuff on there and obviously with your web development background really helps but you know there's so much stuff on there it really feels like it's a full it feels like there's a team of people behind it so how do you get your content for the site obviously you you can't do it all yourself how do you get get a lot of that content um
0: actually um i think 90 percent of this is written by those fingers uh, so my own fingers sorry uh, you I are was, joking uh, me, honestly <laughs> yes it took i mean it did take all that content took me probably a year and a half so uh was about um i don't know like uh, maybe an article a week to an article Every two weeks, so it, it does take a while for me to you know to fill the content. Uh, Adam every now and then helps out because, um, for example, I had a review of uh, the Spank fiber core bars and they were 800 millimeters. So, unfortunately, yeah. I wasn't as a five foot six person, I wasn't really able to test them out properly. And mm-hmm. uh, so, uh, you know, Adam every now and then helps out uh, writing articles and. He also helps me with editing every now and then uh, because um, you know I'm Polish. He's not, so that, that definitely helps. <laughs> uh, and um, I think one time I had a um, had an article written by a lovely lady uh, Amelia, and I asked her to write, you know, like a, a guest blog post about you know yeah. how how she works with Northern Downhill Series. So she she works for 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 that company, and they organise different types of events around northern england uh and she was basically telling the story about how it is organizing that kind of events uh, so it's something that i wouldn't be able really to to figure out myself um yeah. so you know if if any of your podcast listeners or even you would like to you know write a write an article for cranky betty i probably wouldn't say no so if you feel like you want to <laughs> get in touch yeah
1: well, well certainly I'll, I'll definitely put contact uh, details for you in the show notes and anybody that's interested or wants to get in touch with Grace uh, regarding putting a article in there, um, certainly get in contact and give Grace all the help she can get because that is absolutely amazing that you have done 80 or 90% of that yourself, that blows my mind
0: <laughs> thank you, I mean obviously um, it does take a while and it, it does uh, take some hours of my evenings but it's definitely
1: worth it. Well, you, you're definitely the most dedicated and motivated person I've spoke to regarding mountain biking because that is an amazing amount of work and and only to be mountain biking for a couple of years, uh, That that's pretty impressive. You have to give yourself a pat on the back for definite. I
0: and, will try. You know, I, it's it's, it's yeah. hard from this perspective.
1: <laughs> yeah, and what, you know, what keeps you doing it? Because that takes so much of your time what keeps you doing it? What keeps you putting the content out there and spending all your free time doing that?
0: Uh, mostly, it's just um, talking with other women, really. Most of the time, uh, whenever um, I put an article that, that I feel like you know it's worth putting out there, uh, and I get um, you know some good feedback from. Uh, from the girls that are reading it or from any other people that are actually reading it in the comments or um, or on the social media or um, in, like, mountain biking groups that you can find online. Um, yeah. And it feels like a, you know, like a great community and it feels like, you know, it helps out some people and that's, you know, that's what, what I would like to do is, you know, to help other people other people to get into mountain biking so that is the the winning point really and i wish that you know cranky petty will become a community of sorts rather than just you know a website um so you know that's yeah. an end goal that you that i would like to go towards um so that's what, what keeps it going all the time
1: yeah no that's amazing that is that is really really amazing well done so you have lots of good interviews on there tell me a, a funny story or your favourite interview you've had because I'm sure you've had some good ones there. You have some interesting stories to tell. I mean,
0: apart from the uh, lovely uh, kiss that I got from Brett to Peter, I've already mentioned before, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think one of my favourites is... Uh, I mean, every one of them is amazing on its own. Um, yeah. I could probably go on forever about all those interviews that I had. Uh, but my favourite way of actually getting an interview was when... Uh, when obviously I was looking online for some mountain bike clothing because that's what uh, that's a, what mountain biking women do. They don't look for mm. bags. They look for, for mountain biking shorts instead. Um, <laughs> so I found a lovely pair online. And it was a new pair and it was much discounted. And And I contacted the seller and it turns out to be a tiny seagrave. Uh, which was uh, mm-hmm. to my to my excitement, uh, a person that was just speaking on the chat right now. Um, so I grabbed the courage and uh, I started speaking to her, and I said, like, "Oh, you know, would you mind having an interview with me?" Uh, and she said yes, which was, you know, I wow. just started the website about um, I don't know a few months before that, so it was a huge huge step for me. I think I was like, "Oh, this is you know, this is becoming real." So I asked her a few questions and she was very lovely and, you know, I got that pair of trousers that I wanted as well. So, uh, so it, was, it yeah. was, you know, it was, a, uh, it was a great interview to speak with her as well. And keeping in mind that she's right now, you know, one of the best downhill racers in the world, it just yeah. blows my mind that, you know, Internet can connect people so quickly.
1: Yeah, it's absolutely it's absolutely fantastic, um, and and I have found that out myself by by starting the podcast not not so long ago, that some people that are willing to come on speak to you, um, it, it kind of does blow your mind, and you know I know for me if I'd have thought maybe, you know four or five weeks before that I'd been speaking to a certain person, including yourself, Grace, of course, you'd have thought to yourself, no, that'll never happen, but you know mountain biking is one of them communities that. Like you were saying, the guys at Crankworks were quite approachable. It is very approachable like that, and it's an amazing it's an amazing community to be involved in. So having websites like your like your own um, is is fantastic. And do you feel yourself that you have helped lots of ladies get started in mountain biking? Do you, do you feel you know what you're doing out there is a real good service?
0: I'm not sure. Uh, I hope so. That's definitely, you know, something that um, because sometimes it just goes out to the void and uh, mm-hmm. you you hope that it does. Um, and hopefully I do, you know, share share my problems with other people. Like um, I think I remember writing about how I struggled on the uphills and there was such an overwhelming amount of women that tried to help me. Uh, they told me all the possible tips that there are yeah. how to climb on a bike, um, and I hope that you know with anything that I write, I do exactly the same, because this is, uh, this is you know, women in mountain biking with of are very, we're very um, close to each other. We're more, we're very much about a community so it feels like we're all there supporting each other um so i want to make sure that everyone who, who reads that website feels like there is support for them uh on the yeah. other side of the
1: screen yeah fantastic no because uh, my fiance got into mountain biking quite quite recently there and she came across your site and loved it uh and and that's how i came across it as well and i know it certainly helped her so Don't be discouraged i'm sure you're you're helping lots of girls out there find information and and get uh you know more encouraged about getting into mountain biking so so well done i think you're doing a great job there brilliant
0: thank you very much that's very kind of you to say
1: no you're more than welcome um so the product reviews that you do or do do the company send you stuff or is it just uh as items you buy yourself and then review for your site um, every now
0: and then, every now and then, now I, I would receive something from a company, but most of the stuff is um, actually personally owned. So I would actually, before I would buy something, I would like, go into, you know, deep search and find everything that I can uh, to make sure that this uh, knee pad is the right knee pad for me. Um, and then, you know, when when you actually get this piece of equipment, you, you want to make sure that that other people know about it too and understand what you know what what's good about it or what's bad about it uh mostly really right now in mountain biking nothing's really bad there's not many yeah. bad bikes there's not many bad knee pads but there are some niggly bits that you know might be good for one person might be bad for another so most of the things are actually um self-bought if that makes sense
1: yeah. And what equipment are you riding at the minute? Do you want to just tell the audience what you're riding if somebody's yes. interested? Uh, my favorite uh,
0: my favorite, and my only bike uh, is uh, my Commensal Meta uh, V4 Purple. So it is a beautiful rig, 160mm uh, uh, travel bike with a spank finish. So it has a spank bar uh, and spank rims, um, and I ride on two million DHRs which is a quite lovely set, but I think I will have to replace them soon because they're getting quite worn. Mm. And um, because, as probably every person from Yorkshire and Lancashire, I do enjoy Hope products because they're based around here. Um, And so I have a beautiful purple stem with a stem cap. Uh, and because my bike is purple, it obviously has to be purple, uh, <laughs> and then a few other purple bits from Hop Technology.
1: Yeah, well, Hop's awesome. I love their stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, was that the first bike, the first mountain bike you owned?
0: Y- yes, because beforehand I was riding a um, the my partner's um, hardtail. And Mm -hmm. I already liked it so much, I was thinking I might as well go in deep porter and buy the bike that I will grow into rather than uh, buy a uh, hardtail bike and, you know, feel not very happy about it after six months and have to buy another one. Um, So Mm -hmm. I just went into deep porter and that was my first full suspension mountain
1: bike. And is, is your bike Lady Pacific or is it for, is it unisex? Uh,
0: I mean, it's purple, uh, but uh, it's actually, it's unisex bike. Um, at that time, I did not know much about women-specific bikes. And uh, from what I can tell, mostly at this age, that most of the women-specific bikes uh, differ only on touch points which is uh, mm. grips, bars, maybe, um, maybe and saddles, of course. And that's about it. There might be a few differences. For example, I think the Live, which is the Giants version of a woman-specific bike, or, are still having a geometry made for women. Um, but where I think Specialized this year has abandoned a woman-specific geometry, uh, and so did juliana has never had it's basically a different color um nomads and bronsons um so um yes so that's my answer sorry <laughs> went a yeah, big geeky yeah.
1: there yeah. no no that's fine i i want to speak to you just a wee bit about ladies getting involved in mountain biking and the challenges there are with that and it's very interesting talking to you about your bike and your clothing and stuff you were looking at do you think that's one of the hurdles for ladies getting involved in mountain biking is the equipment and is the jargon behind everything does it just go over their heads and well it goes over everybody's head initially i think until you get into the way of it but even the clothing and stuff do you think it's very lady pacific is there enough out there could companies be doing more to kind of encourage ladies into the sport
0: I think most of all, um, I think the marketing will be a very lovely thing that you know uh, companies could focus on. But I think the main uh, problems with getting into mountain biking is really for everyone, which is the fact that bikes are actually very expensive. Uh, we don't really talk about it a lot uh, in you know within the community, but the bikes, you know, even you know a hardtail will cost you a few hundred pounds and a woman or a man you know not everyone has that kind of money to put out for something that they're not sure whether they're gonna like or not um because you know you have to have a bike to go biking so to try it you would have to actually spend a lot of money or rent a bike of course but you know you can't try it out for a long period of time if that makes sense
1: would there be a lot of ladies you find through your site that that's one of the questions that's asked mostly about prices and, and equipment.
0: Yeah, there is you know there's always a bit big, big you know big conversation. Some people you know it's like oh my, I'm gonna make sure that it's within my budget and um, there's you know lots of people that will, will stick to that and some people are unable to do that. Uh, you know there are people within the community that they had to sell their bike and you know. The, probably that, that, that's not very helpful to stay, you know, within the people that still bike, um, if that makes sense. And sometimes it might be of a bit of a problem. Um, but when it comes to women, I think, you know, the problem comes, I think, from all over the place. There is, there's not a lot of us, which is a bit of a, you know, um, a bit of a discouragement to start with, I think, because um, if there was, you know, like a... Big amount of women in the sport, and you were just trying to get a few more. It probably would be much easier to do so than when is yeah. when there is a small percentage of women in the sport. Um, but mm-hmm. we're trying to be loud. I think on social media, if if you tap into the right channels, you're going to find lots of amounts of women biking. And so you will be able to find all you know all the women around UK that are able to bike and you know do that as a passion um yeah. but I feel like I personally live in a bubble because I know of probably most of them um and it feels very odd for me that for example going to the Alps when it felt like I was probably one of the few ones there um so I usually ride with women so it feels a bit odd uh, for me to I feel like I live in a bubble if that makes sense
1: yeah, and uh, so you didn't come across many ladies in the Alps then when you were there. Um, so do you think there's an increase in ladies wanting to mountain bike? Do you see an increase in ladies out on the trails?
0: Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't think I can fully answer that question because not only do I tend to notice them, so you know, I don't count how many men pass me and then... I see a woman, I usually just say, oh, look, a woman mountain biker, which is yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is not really something that I should be doing anyway. Um, but um, I feel like exactly what I just said. Uh, I live in a bubble. I ride with ladies and, you know, I spend a lot of time with uh, mountain biking ladies or, so you know, I know a lot of them. So I feel like I'm unable to make that kind of judgment. Um, and yeah. as well, like for example, um, two years in a row I have taken part in and Enduro. I mean, the first time I tried and the second one I actually finished. Um, but um, on stati- statistics-wise, the first time was 4% and the second was, I don't know, 5 6%, which is still, you know, like a margin of error. Or like, so it's not really something that can tell whether it's uh, increasing or not. So I'm pretty yeah. sorry. I can't really
1: answer that question. No, well, that's a good perspective to have because, you know, because of your website, you know, if there was a massive increase in ladies, you know, um, signing up to your site and whatever and getting in contact, you would see that, you would really notice that. So that kind of tells me that it's it's growing, but still quite slowly compared with, you know, the amount of males that are still in it or or getting into it. So it's quite it's quite interesting. Uh, what what advice would you give Grace to? you know a female wanting to get started in mountain biking now the advice i would give would be firstly go to dot <laughs> you'll find a lot of advice there but personally you yourself what would you say how would you get started you were saying the bikes may be an issue with price um, um
0: yes i was just about to say that um uh, you definitely should go on uh, on cranky uk and have a look what you know uh, what kind of information is there uh, about you know starting out um, but most of all, uh, I would say, don't get discouraged. Start slow. So you know, when you when you didn't really bike a lot when you you know you were a kid, or if uh, if you didn't bike for a while, uh, or if you didn't bike off road for a while, just you know, go on you know like a local path, and just you know start slow, uh, and then build up on this, and you know it will definitely pay off after a while. Um, and find something that you enjoy about mountain biking, so to keep you going, because sometimes you will have a bad time. Like there will be a, you know, there will be a rock in your way, or there will be, you know, a very steep section ahead, or it will be something that will be scaring you, or it will be something that will be too tough to do, or it will be too hard to climb up. But find something that will keep you going. So, for example, for me, this will be being out in nature and making sure that you know when I climb a hill or. Uh, in in the forest, uh, you know, I'm between trees, I'm on top of the hill, and that kind of motivation is something that keeps me going. So find something that you know that gets you into this, and try and find the things that make you feel comfortable on a bike. You know, that's so find a bike in good size. So if you're going out with your partner, and they're gonna ask you to ride their large hardtail. (laughs) <laughs> maybe you should just say maybe we, maybe we should just go and rent a bike in your size instead, because that's how yeah. that's how you know that's that's how you get into mountain biking, but it might be not the nicest way, and you might not like it because of this. So yeah, yeah that's a few things, and, and yeah, wear, a helmet, wear a helmet. Wear a helmet.
1: Wear a helmet definitely, um, and uh, you know educating yourself through sites like your own I think is a very good idea um, and and learn the basics first of all it it seems to be the best way to start you know it's it's hard enough to get your head around the jargon and everything else um, and the gear you need etc etc but certainly sites like your own grace really really help and I think can give people the encouragement and the confidence to go out and try it you still seem very, very keen in mountain biking. So, how do you keep motivating yourself? Do you keep pushing yourself that wee much, that wee bit harder? How do you keep yourself going out every weekend? Do you find sometimes that ah, oh, I just can't be bothered to go out today, or or do you just love it so much? Is it still in your blood and, and that that way that you want to be going out all the time?
0: Um, you know, everybody has a you know has a day when you're like ah, oh, can't be bothered to you know do it, mm-hmm. but. I, I usually just still, you know, I still go. And then when I actually get on my bike, I really like it because it's raining and it's sleeting or it's, you know, you can't feel your fingers. I actually okay. done that. It's not great if you don't, if you don't feel your fingers, you can't use your brakes. So it's not a very good idea. Yeah. Um, but it usually is, you know, kind of a relief of stress for me from work and um, and it's just something that, you know, keeps me going to the weekend, really, like a weekend robe warrior. Um, and mm-hmm. always, you know, just like I said before, you know, there's something that always will keep me going, which will be for me. It's really nature It's just being out in the open and like standing on top of a hill or being in a forest or, you know, crossing a river um, one way or the other. For me, it's usually falling sideways in the river and being cold all day. Um, but it is, you know, that is the greatest thing, really, just to be outside in fresh air uh, with your friends, hopefully. Um, and with my partner, with Adam, it's, you know, it's, that's, the, that's the greatest thing, really.
1: Yeah. And as far as the future for Ladies Mountain Biking, do you, do you see that yourself? Are you encouraged about that? Do you see that getting better and bigger?
0: yeah definitely there's you know there's so much going on um there's so many things that as a as a person that would like to try mountain biking can do um like for example just mentioned before hope tech does uh hope tech women rides all around uk um which are incredible they wear bikes as well so if you want to ride a juliana you can do if you want to ride an orange or a yeti you can do and they have an entire set of Fleet of bikes that you can go and try out on the trail, mm-hmm. and the, the ladies are very supportive. There's maybe one or two men, but they're manning the, the tea stand and the stand so it's okay. And there is, you know, there's uh, lots of like uh, lots of women online that are also sharing their information, and there's Total women Cycling with like lots of women's information as well. So there's you know, there's giant communities out there. But they're still small in comparison to the entire um, entire mountain biking community. But they're growing, yeah. so that you know that's you know there are people out there that you know that are uh, shining their way uh,
1: for the future. That, that's very cool. That, yeah, that's very encouraging. So as far as yourself, Grace, have you any um, plans for the future? Have you any trips planned or anything exciting? Uh, you did mention earlier you're you're probably going back to the Alps. Um, anything else in the cards or?
0: Well, um, in September, so this month, uh, I get really excited, uh, I'm going to <laughs> um, to the first mountain biking trail centre in the UK, which I'm apologising for the way I'm saying it. it's Coyd E. Brennan, I think that's how I say it. It's, right, I'm uh, apologising to any Welsh people that are listening to this. Um, okay. And uh, I'm very excited around this. And I'm also visiting bike Wales again, just you know, so I can finally do fifty shades of black because obviously this is what I need to do, do all the black trails. Of course, I'm unable to, but you know maybe uh, maybe one day in the future.
1: yeah, um well, that's good. It's good motivation, isn't it?'s it? It <laughs> like that I will conquer it this time, you know, brilliant to to have that kind of view on things, you know, certainly.
0: And uh, you know, there's always you know a want to visit uh, Whistler, but I don't think this is going to be something we'll be doing next year. Might be in two years' time, but you know, plans plan ahead, and it's going to happen. Uh, I'm crossing my fingers, but you can't see it, so it was quite pointless exercise there. And um, and obviously, you know, going back to the elves something on the other cards and. Um, I would like to go to my home country and see what's going on there as well. To you know, to see what kind of mountain biking, I think sport mountain biking as a sport is not really big around there. So I would like to see what they what's actually happening out there. So that you know, that's kind of all the ideas uh, rather than plans, but hopefully they all come
1: true. Yeah, very good. No, that's brilliant. Keep that active anyway. That's good. So for cranky Betty. Um, have you anything, any future plans for Cranky Betty? Can you give us any um, inside scoops and anything exciting that's coming up?
0: I'm actually, I started working on a very interesting piece. Um, I don't know much about it yet, so it's, it's kind of a rough draft. Uh, I'm looking into, um, you know, why women's slope style doesn't exist anymore because uh, surprise surprise there, there, there was something within uh, within the crankworks that was um, called I don't remember what it was called but it was a woman's version of slope style. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm you know I'm trying to speak to a few people uh, that were involved in this and uh, I'm trying to find out you know why why did it start and how did it end and you know why it's not there anymore. And that's, you know, that kind of, uh, that's kind of something interesting that I've been looking at lately. And, of course, there's, you know, a few reviews coming. Um, I've been uh, trying out Switchblade for for, for some time. So uh, a review mm-hmm. is coming soon. And as well, I've been trying out one of my favorite tools in the world, uh, which is a topi ratchet tool. And not only was it helpful while I was fixing my bike or fixing anything on my bike, it also helped me with my house moves which is an incredible thing uh, well, yeah. and it's just incredible so that's that's also coming on the list and and of course um, when I when we finish the visit I call Brennan, apologies again um, mm-hmm. I will definitely ride a ride guide about this because you know it's it's the mecca for trail riders um, and one of the first trail centres in the UK so um so that will be really exciting to
1: write about as well yeah brilliant and i'm sure with your website i find that because i would be probably the same that when you're at different destinations or you're speaking to people you're thinking in the back of your mind okay i could do a piece here for for the website or for the podcast or you know you're always kind of in that business kind of mode um do you find that yourself when you go to these places? You're always thinking, right, I could do a piece or I need to speak to this person? or Are you always um, kind of in that way of thinking?
0: Uh, I used to every now and then. Uh, yes, whenever I go to places, I do actually think a lot about Cranky Betty and the website and mm-hmm. every every time I speak with a woman, uh, that mountain bikes. I try to you know tell her about it and not in an aggressive way, just politely and nicely <laughs> yeah. um, and um, I usually try to speak you know with people that are involved in you know in the in a place that they are building or or if I'm visiting a trail center I try to make sure to you know to have a peek in every place just to see whether you know the coffee shop's okay or uh, or the you know the bike shop's all right and if, if it has enough kit and has enough you know things to uh, to cater for and you know try and check out as many trails and that trail center as well yeah. um so there is you know there's always uh there is always in the back of my mind to make sure that yeah. you know i cover as much as i want and as much as yeah, i need
1: certainly. so and have, adam adam would be like come on grace i just want to go and ride the trails forget about <laughs> cranky Betty if once
0: uh, it's more about the pictures, really, because he doesn't mind having a look in a cafe with me and getting a cake. Uh, but oh, okay. it, it's more about, you know, me making sure that there's a picture of something or, you know, go and stop and take a picture of something else. Which is, uh, which is really, it can be quite intrusive if you're trying to, to have a nice ride sometimes but i try to keep it to minimum and you know take a good picture once and then not come back (laughs) so you know you're always trying to minimize that that impact on on your day
1: yeah so how can people get in contact with you grace what's the best way to get in contact whether it's for maybe writing an article for your site or just a general general question for you um how, how can people best do that
0: well, there is multiple ways. I'm trying to, to you not know, have an open-door policy, uh, just like every business office. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. if, if you if you've, I think follow me on Instagram, uh, Cranky Betty, you can contact me through there. If you follow me on Twitter, Cranky Betty, you can contact me through there. Uh, if you follow our website on Facebook, uh, which is, I think, Cranky Betty MTB, you can also write me a message there, and last but not least, you can write me an email, like grace at crankybetty dot uk, or you can just fill out a form on our website.
1: Yeah, oh, well, that's brilliant. Well, I. I hope people get in contact and, and uh, certainly check out your site. And you certainly certain should do people because the site is uh, is pretty pretty amazing. So well done on that, Grace. You should be really proud. And uh, thank you very very much for coming on the podcast. I've really enjoyed chatting to you.
0: Yeah, thank you very much for having me. It was uh, it was a pleasure speaking to you. And thank you very much for you know for for giving me an opportunity to tell my story.
1: No problem. We need more people in the, in the community like yourself, I think.
0: Well, thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much, Grace, for being on the show. That was an absolutely awesome episode. I really enjoyed my time with you and having a chat with you about crankybetty.co.uk. And, folks, if you want to find out anything more about Grace and about her website, please visit the show notes at mtb-tribe.com. You can also check out Grace's website at crankybetty.co.uk. and if there is any budding writers out there, please drop Grace a message. As you could get an article on her website, and uh, it's a great website. You'll realise once you see it, it is very, very good, very, very well laid out. Um, you can definitely waste an evening or two on there. That's for sure. So one last thing before you bike off, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you download your your um, content. Subscribe to the show rate the show, share the show and leave a review. It all helps and keeps us on air here so that would be very, very good. I would really, really appreciate it. And you can also get in touch via social media on Instagram at MTB Tribe. Facebook is also MTB Tribe and our website is MTB tribe.com. So thank you very much folks for listening to episode 7 of the MTB Tribe podcast. And if you have any views or thoughts or anybody you would like to hear on the show, please just go on over to the website sign up there subscribe throw me an email and we can definitely see what we can do for you because this show at the end of the day is for you and i want you to enjoy it, and i want people on here that you want to hear about so please do that and uh, just one more thing before you bike off there what's your favorite website to go to thanks again folks see you in the trail